Hello. 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 Welcome to episode six, I believe. Whoop whoop. This episode, this is the seventh episode, seventh episode we've recorded, I think. I don't know. We're all out of order. Um, this one's we're recording like a week and a half before we'll put it out. Yep. At least we think so. Um, but here we are. Um, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode that comes out in three days. Yep. For us. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed the conversation uh, with Abby. She will be back, we promise. Um, if you don't want her back, then keep your opinions yourself because it's an invalid opinion. And if you listened to the episode and you heard us talking about the bucket books, my mother went to the library for me today and she, she picked get... up the bucket books. So wow. next week during lunch, me and Abby are recording that part of the segment. So you're actually going to go through that. You're yep, going to yep. read. You're going to read the bucket book. Yep. All it's right. It's a children's book. We can read it on the podcast. Well, yes, yeah. It's yeah. like seven pages long. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take a good amount of time. Um, today, um, you know what? We have to play cool beans first. Go go for that. I think Abby said some wonky stuff. We should also maybe have all the sleighs. Yeah. As part of the so, cool beans. My goodness. I was editing this episode. I had a nice little sleigh counter on <laughs> you my tally paper marks. here. Um, and every time someone said sleigh, I put a little mark down. And we got up to, what was it, 24? said 24. 24. 24 sleighs. 24 sleighs. I, think I feel like that's 24 just right now in this conversation. It Slay, might be. Slay, Slay, I mean, Abby said most of it, but then she starts, like, rubbing off on us. And, yeah. and then Kimden was like, sleigh, 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 sleigh. And I counted every single one of those because Thank it counts. You. Yeah, we'll put that in the video. Um, so enjoy. It's like, Rachel, you're just dropping all of your information now. I thought you were being conscious about safety. And I'm like, also when it's wet, it's like brown. Yes. Like, I just want the most gluey, dairy cheeseburger ever. <laughs> it's oom. 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 Cool beans. <laughs> that was Camp Counselor Corp right there. Oh, Slay. Yeah. And it, there's also going to be a lot of sleighs. I apologize in advance because it's it's a bad habit. I was having a music again. We're going to slay counter. Play slay. Such a slay. Such a slay. Slay. Okay. Like slay. Yeah. A slay. 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 All right. Welcome back. Um, Rachel has a very special announcement for us, and she's very giddy to talk about it. This is her baby. I, I will leave it to her. I am. Okay, so if you guys were like, oh, like, I really love this podcast. I wish there was a way to share it that wasn't just social media, because we know if you have parents or you have family friends, or if it's like you're on your school computer and you can't go on Instagram, but you still want to learn more about our podcast, we... And by we, I mean me. <laughs> yeah. I made us a website. Yeah. We officially have a website. It will be linked in our Instagram because I don't currently know what the domain name is. Sure. Um, and I don't really want to look it up. So we will have that out for all of you. And it's not some like GoDaddy.com cheap old 2013 looking website. This nope. is a good website. Yes. I mean, Rachel was like texting me in class and she's like, I'm going to make a website. And I was like. All right. Actually, I said, can I make a, <laughs> can make a website? And he said, yeah, sure. And I was like, good. I already halfway exactly. finished it. And so she was done with it and then sent it to me. I was like, is this good? I'm like, that's great. Send her the picture I want. Well, no, you found the picture. I gave her, I was like, finding these pictures, use that one. And here it is. So thank you, Weebly, for being free. Mm -hmm. um, we will have our episodes on there. We'll have information. We'll have 
when maybe, maybe we sell we'll some merch. Merchandise maybe, on there. maybe. We're thinking of stickers. If there's something in particular you think you'd want to buy with some kind of inconceivable um, vibe to it, then yeah. you know, let us know. Let us know. We'll think about it. Um, we are gonna look back at this kind of in a few months. So if like next month you're like, you know what, I really, really, really need a sticker of inconceivable because I listen to it every Monday. You, you know what? Know. We'll push forward our timeline Absolutely. just for you. Supply and demand. And so if y'all are demanding stuff from us, then we'll make it happen. As two people in marketing classes right now. Exactly. You, you know, you got to know your audience. And our audience... Is you guys. Is you guys. And our audience needs stickers. And by they need stickers, I mean I want a sticker. And the only way that I'm going to See make this that wa- happen... this water bottle right here? Empty. That is, Empty. I'm not putting stickers on that water Okay, bottle. well... I have another water bottle. Other, well, you have 50 million stickers on that one. Yeah, I have room. I'll you make took, room. Okay. You took I'll, you you remodeled your water. You took some I did, of the water. Yeah. All my Loki stickers were kinda it was a little bit too much. Sure. I had to You had the let's get help. Yes. Oh, I love that scene. Okay. I feel like Loki just it wasn't he wasn't vibing with my new personality. Ah, speaking of, of personalities. There we go. You see where we're gonna go today? Um so uh, we can bet that you guys have heard of personality tests, and I don't need BuzzFeed tests. No. But I'll give you the same answer, um, as we found out at lunch that one day. Yep. But... Are you ready for a relationship? All of us we, got no. No. And some of us are in relationships, but whatever. <laughs> Cam didn't have me. <clears throat> yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's the... Um, I bet this one's like probably the most official one. 16personalities.org yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, I took this test in my forensics class a couple months ago. And I've done it a few times, and I was like, yeah, I too. barely agreed with it. I'm like, whatever. I took it this time, and I was like, whoa, this is really good. I think this describes like 90% of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Rachel, I think that was your idea you came up with earlier this week. It like, was let's... Sage actually came up Sage? with it. Sage? So Thank we, you, Sage. Yeah, we originally, we were texting on Monday, and we were like, we don't really know what this podcast episode should be about. Sure. And so we had come up with a theme and I was like, you know what, with everything that's going on in my life currently, I don't think that that's the best thing for me to get on here and talk about. So I was like, Sage, what should we do? And she was like, talking all these things, she was talking about like climate change and political issues. And I was like, you can do that when you're on our podcast. Yeah, we're not like, going to get political. Yet. We're not going to get political. Um, and she was like, well, what about like a personality test? And I was like, you are the smartest person alive. Like, yeah, of you. we can do that. So I took one and I was like, answered all the questions. I mean, it's 50 questions. It's really not as like scary as it seems. No. But 50 and it's questions just... are like agree or disagree yeah. or neutral. And so. I mean, you can go through, you do it in 10 minutes. Yep. So. so we are here to talk about kind of like what our personality is, if we agree with it, some things that we've noticed, and then... We are going to take a little a little dip into the relationship side of your personalities because it's kind of what we talk about a lot is, you know, our life, love, things. and self-acceptance podcast talks yeah. a lot about love. So we're going to talk about ourselves in relationships and what 16 personalities has to say. Exactly. And here's the funny part about this thing. So there are 16, obviously it says 16 personalities, but there are like a bunch of, there are more than 16, I think, that you can get. Mm-hmm. Little, your letter combinations, E, S, F, J, A, whatever it is. Rachel and I get 80% the same personality. Yep. And I was like, there's no, I'm like, I end up with this. And she texts me. She's like, I got, I got this too. And I was yeah. like, there's no way. But we then, are one letter off from being the same exact personality yeah. type. And if you know us, you know, we're very different people. Yes. But <laughs> that one letter oh well. though, 
That is the it's one. It's a big letter. Yes. It's the one that if it, if it changes, you can clearly tell. Sure. Like, you can notice that's the difference sure. between me and Camden is that one letter. So, um, my letters are E-S-F-J-A. Wait. Mine's not the same, then. We have two letters different. Mine's... Wait. Actually, I apologize. I was reading the wrong thing. <laughs> Mine is E-S-F-J-T. J-T. All right, Rachel, get us started. What does that E mean? E means that we are extroverted, which I feel like extrovert, introvert, it's kind of it's kind of like a, you can't really describe it's it. It's changing. It depends yes. who I'm around. That's me too. If because... I'm around certain people, I can go all day. Mm-hmm. I, I, can, <laughs> I can talk with them. I can have a good time. I can leave feeling great. If I'm around people that I don't know mm-hmm. or like if I'm at a party and I know one person and I don't know the other people, I leave that party exhausted. Yes. It's very mentally draining to try to be an extrovert around people that you don't feel like you can fully be yourself and yep. like they know who I am. I'm comfortable. Like here, I'm fine. I don't leave an hour of talking exhausted. No. But yeah. Yeah. So I got 57% extroverted. I was 61%. Okay. So the little description that it says here says you're mostly extroverted. You're likely to get energized by social interaction and tend to openly express your enthusiasm and excitement, which I feel like it, it honestly, it depends, which I feel like is why I'm more towards 50, 50 because sometimes as, I mean, as we just said, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm in a social situation, this is great. And sometimes I'm like, I'm in a social situation, I just want to go home and lay in my bed and not talk yeah. to anybody for the next five hours. Yeah, and there's also stages too. Like, I used to be super extroverted. Elementary school, I mean, I was vibrant and yeah. But then middle school, I was totally introverted. Even yeah. like ninth through 10th grade, very introverted, very shy, very quiet. I was a quiet kid and they're like, are you good? Um, but then I'd say the last couple of years, I've become more of an extroverted person. So mm-hmm. Like, you can take these tests and you can get the personality that you have now, but take it, the the website literally says take it every three months. So you can take it in three months and be something a little different. Especially, like, as people that are going through, like, puberty and changing and growing up and things like that. Figuring who out, out who we are, as we talk about. Yes, your personality is really going to change. And even if you're older and, like, your brain is fully developed, there's still going to be some things that change about you depending on, like, who you get together with and like what job you're working in like all of the things that have happened in your life can completely change you sure because your person your personality is not set no like thank god yeah a lot of people would not be friends man whoever i was in seventh grade i'm glad i'm not that anymore seventh grade was a bad year yeah and and so that's like when when i see things where it's like love exactly who you are exactly who you are is perfect and enough no it's not like we're flawed we're we have issues even like we, when we go through these things today i'll find things that i don't like about myself that this thing tells me and i'm like you know what i agree with that i don't like that i wish it were different yep. i'm not gonna sit here and be like well you know what other people can deal with it because this is my personality like yeah you can there's still things that we can change anyways before we go off on more rants <laughs> um <laughs> oh um is obs- that's an actual letter that's not just him saying oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the next letter um, Technically, it's S. S, but mine shows up as O. Well, it's E S F J, but it's O for observant. Okay, so that's the S in it is O for observant. If that makes sense to you, I have no idea. Okay. What percentage did you get? I got sixty-six percent. I got fifty-two percent. Fifty-two percent. So again, I kind of on that fifty-fifty scale. Mm-hmm. I'm fifty-fifty for almost everything. That's okay. It says you're mostly observant. Thank you. You're likely pragmatic, 
not exactly sure what that means. And down to earth. Google. Yeah, thank you, Google. You're likely pragmatic and down to earth with a strong focus on what is happening or very likely to happen. And yeah, that's true. I have, I've definitely had, always had like more analytical mindset looking around like, all right, what's happening around me right now? Not just what am I feeling? What am I like? What's going on around? Being aware of, of my surroundings and so, my people. Pragmatic means dealing with things sensibly and realistically in a way that is based on practical rather than theoretical considerations. Yeah, that's true. Practicality is huge for me. Like, me I'm not going to be like, you think that'll work? I'm not going to like, no, I'm going to go with what I know will actually work and what is mm -hmm. applicable and, and makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So our next letter is F for feeling. Yeah. So each of these categories kind of have like a broader category. So like extroverted is our mind. Observant was our energy. And so feeling is our nature. Okay. Um, I got 52% feeling. I got 71% feeling. Oh, so you're very feeling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this says you're mostly feeling. You likely value emotional expression and sensitivity, prioritizing empathy, social harmony, and cooperation. Yep. I definitely agree with that. I love that. I like the way that I act around a lot of people is kind of like, oh, like, I don't really care, but I, I really, I really do care. Yeah. I am the person who is down to host any get together we get just so that I can make sure everything is perfect. All of the details are right. I can make sure everybody's having a good time. Like it just stresses me out if I'm going somewhere and it's sure. not organized and like, I can see that people are like not really feeling it. I'm like, Hey guys, let's do, I mean, I might just be the camp counselor in me, but clearly it's my personality. But hey, if it works, it works. Yeah. I mean, I, I especially like, um, emotional expression as in like, say and do what you feel mm -hmm. like I'm, we've talked about being genuine before. And sometimes I will over emotionalize that or just because I want other people to clearly know what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or how I feel about a situation. I don't, because I know I've been in a situation where I'm like, did they like that? Did they not like that? Are they pissed off at me right now? Or are they like, eh, huh, that was funny. Or like, is it sarcasm? Are they mad? Like, I don't like those eh, questionable situations. So I'm going all in, in how I go for it, Rachel. Okay, I was going to let you finish your sentence. Okay, I'm saying, I'm like, I will go um, to over extent of to make sure you know I'm not mad. Or to make sure you know I actually thought, really appreciated that or... Something like that. Like, I'm fully into that. If this discussion interests you, keep a lookout for our episode featuring Millie because this is what we talk about is communication. Yes. Clearly communication. I was like, that, that rant sounds a little familiar. <laughs> and I was like, oh. We've said that before. Um, yeah. And, and then sensitivity. Um, I'm a sensitive person. Um, both ways. And prioritizing empathy. Yeah, that's huge. Like... Not necessarily that I have to know, like Rachel can be going through something and I have no idea what, like what that feels like or, but mm -hmm. I'm at least going to be here and be like, all right, what can I do to help you? What can I do to talk you through, support you in any way, you know, or, um, like your feelings are not the only feelings that matter. My feelings, are not the only feelings that matter. And mm -hmm. so if I, someone else is going through a tough time, well, I can drop whatever and I can help them tend to them. Um, so yeah, empathy, empathy is big. Empathy is a very big, um, Move on to the next one. Yep. All right. The J in ESFJ and the, the broad um, topic, like Rachel said, this is tactics, is judging. And not it's, judging as yeah, in no. we're walking around like condemning you, condemning you, you're a terrible person. But this is like we will look at a situation and we'll judge it a little bit. The blurb says you're mostly judging. You're likely decisive 
thorough, and highly organized. You value clarity and prefer planning to spontaneity. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 a thousand times yes. I am definitely a person who spontaneity literally stresses me out so much. I never know what to do. Yes. Like, am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to screw this up? I got to think out a situation and how I'm handling it and what the possible repercussions could be. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's friends with me knows that I've ha- been having like a bunch of issues with my back. And this all started last Friday when I was part of a, like a spontaneous plan. And I was like, oh, like it, it just, it stresses me out. Like I, if somebody handed me like a list of timelines, like timelines and bulleted lists I love. Like everything yes. needs to be clear and thoroughly thought out and I just need it all on a page and that I need to I need to know that information. Yeah. When I don't know all of the information, it really stresses me out. So I feel like that is how I definitely tie into judging is because I kind of need to know everything and it all mm-hmm. needs to be planned. And if it's not all planned, I will 100% take the reins from people. I'll be like, oh, hey, I know that you're having this get together at your house, but do you want me to help you plan it? And then I'm like, right. okay, here's your timeline. <laughs> we're going to do this yeah. now. Like, I yeah. know it's your birthday and all, but we're following this timeline. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I've never done that. Sounds like you might have. I haven't, actually. <laughs> okay. I have wanted to a couple <laughs> of times. You've thought about it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and and, and like we, we said before, like, there are things about all all these little judgments or... or, or reports that maybe we won't like and with this judging thing sometimes i can be like a micromanager or like mm-hmm. wanting other people to see this is a terrible idea like how look how this could go look how this could be i'm i'm thinking through this and we're gonna end up doing it my way because i see the best way out of this and sometimes i'm right but sometimes i'm wrong and so that's the thing where we can work on um this judging and not fully judging a situation because sometimes it's okay to just jump in and see what happens um, yes. As Keegan told me, there's nothing. He said something like, "All the best things in life are done by winging it," and I disagree with that. Yeah, I definitely but disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> there is still times where it's okay yeah. to just jump in and, and with a loose conscience and see how it goes. Sometimes that little push is what you need. Like yes. if you're like, I'm a very like strict person. I have a schedule. I have a, like a list of things mm-hmm. I need to do. And someone's like, "Hey, do you want to go do something right now?" Like sometimes that little bit of a push is kind of what you need to open up. It'll be something different. It gets yeah. your brain off autopilot. Or sometimes it's the push that makes everything worse. But you never know. So you kind of just have to try it. And I know that that is so scary, especially for people that have our same personality type and kind of have the same mindset where it's like, I really need things to be planned out and I need to know exactly what's happening at all times. But sometimes you just have to, you just have to try. Yeah. Look, I mean, I, and going like, it kind of goes along with this. I hate changes, big changes. Mm-hmm. I can't stand them because I know how my life is going now. If I, if everything stays the same, I know how it goes. I like how it goes. Mm-hmm. Something big comes into that. I don't know how it's going to go. And so I hate it when, um, this is a good example. Uh, when I was uh, 10 years old, maybe. Uh, we did not have any pets, and yet we went. My dad and I did this Pause for Life 5K race, I've done that and before. we met this dog called Esme, and named after Esme from Twilight. Yeah, and you your so, dog is not named after Twilight. No, so I mean, we, not so anymore. not anymore. So we meet Esme, and we're running the race. I run with my dad, and he said, "I think I want to get this dog. Like, I think Mom is going to go do the paperwork, and we're going to get this dog." I didn't want the dog. Because I knew how our life was at that moment. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is great. This is perfect. It works. 
I'm like throwing a dog into this and all that stuff. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. And now Jamie, cause we renamed her because yes. we're smart people. And not that we're going to trash on Twilight, but we're we, not going to have... I am trashing on Twilight. <laughs> that movie sucks. It's one of those... I mean, I've never seen it, but I've just heard that you laugh at how bad it is, it's basically. Really bad. The whole baseball um, Team Taylor, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you are Team Taylor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Taylor Lautner. Um, what is it, Jacob? Jacob. Okay. I don't, I, I don't know. I hate both of them. Jacob and Edward. They're both horrible choices. Okay, see? They right. have so many red flags. Toxic men. They suck. Anyways. Anyways. Jamie's been like the best thing. I, I love Jamie. Jamie's I love Jamie. doing great. Everybody loves Jamie. And so, yeah, that was a change that I didn't love going into it because I was judging the situation. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. And it turned out great. Yeah. And so our last little bit is the identity version. And this is the part where me and Camden really differ and you can really tell mm-hmm. in our personalities. So I am yes. F-J-T. So the T is going to stand for turbulent. And it says, you're mostly turbulent. You're mostly... It's just funny how it just lays it out there. Like, you have a turbulent life. Yeah. Good luck. You're likely self-conscious, sensitive to stress, success-driven, perfectionist, and eager to improve. See, I'm a few of those things. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, part of the reason why they say take the personality test so many times. is because there's little... Like, there's little bits from each thing. And you're like, oh, I agree with that. Oh, I agree with that. Mm Mm-hmm. But you never really know. Like it's kind of it's it's like a sliding scale. Yeah. I don't know why. I would I say I'm 100 percent a perfectionist and eager. Was it eager to do better? Something eager like that? to improve. Yeah, eager to improve. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like absolutely See, all in those categories. My thing is I am definitely self conscious, sensitive to stress, and success driven. But I don't think that I'm a perfectionist. I feel like my grades are one of those things where I'm like, eh. You're eh. a perfectionist with things that you love and care about. Yes. Like this, like website, yes, planning things. The yes, the amount of times that I texted Camden and I was like, "Oh hey, it was all finished," but then I changed a few things. Go look at it again. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, like, "Yes, it's great, it's great, it's good." And I'm like, "Oh, I changed a few more things." Yeah, but yeah, that's that's mine. Um, Oh, and I was sixty nine percent turbulent. Nice, (laughs) nice. Um, (laughs) The adults go. "Mm." Um, And my dad might actually find this podcast. (laughs) Um, all right. So yeah, and mine is ESFJA, uh, A for identity and mine is assertive at 67%. It says you're mostly assertive. You're likely self-assured, even tempered and resistant to stress, refusing to worry too much. Um, I would go two of those four. I am even tempered and resistant to stress. Not that I don't stress, but that I don't think it outwardly affects me. I do worry a lot. Um, recently it's been about like college things and the path that I'm going on for that. Um, and self-assured, yes, but it doesn't hurt to get some assurance from other people. Yes. Like, I'm not saying I need other people's assurance, assurance, but I'm saying like when someone says, dude, your podcast is awesome. That feels good. Is, is your love language words of affirmation? It's words of affirmation, physical touch. Yeah. And a little bit of gifts too. I do like do like gifts. Really, cannot but, really. I hate gifts. Um, like I love them, but I hate them at the same. time. You don't like the people who spent money on you. Yes, yeah. I don't like that people went out of their way to do something for me, but I like love receiving them. Like I won't think it at first. First, I'm like, oh my gosh, like no, you didn't have to. Like don't yeah. don't do that, dude. And then I'm like, oh my god, 
they come right. with gifts. I stress myself out so much with gifts because I want to get the perfect thing. Gifts should yes. be personal. I'm not going on Amazon just like, what can I get you? Boom. Like, I want something personal, something sentimental, something. There's a quote from one of my favorite shows, 30 Rock. And um, Alec Baldwin's character um, says something like, gifts, gifts show how good of a friend you are. Something like that, but he mm-hmm. it's in a comedic way, but yeah. it kind of means something like, yeah, you, you can, how much do you know about that person um, and, and their likes and their interests? And so, yeah, I will stress myself out with gifts. When I find the perfect thing, I'm like, all right, this is it. Yes. But like last year, I mean, I bought Abby and I Billy Joel tickets. That was, that was huge. A gift. That was great. Thank you. And then this year I'm like, I don't, how do I, yeah, how do you like, I can't that? top that. I'm not, Billy's not coming, Billy's not coming around again. And, but I think what I did for her, I'm like, all right, this, this, it was not as expensive, but (laughs) it's, I I think it was still good in its own way. I Um, hate, like, especially when you're, so when you're friends with somebody, but you're not like super, super close. And so, you know, a little bit about them, but not enough. And then it's like their birthday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even, I don't know what to get you normally. And I've definitely used this before. I apologize, Naya, because today is Naya's birthday. I was about to say something about that too. I... I just buy people food because I'm like, they have to eat my, like happy birthday. You got me like Reese's beanies little last year for my birthday. You got me the Reese's beanies cup. Remember that like the like Reese's cups. Yeah. But it was like, you got me the picture of it and it was like the ones with beans inside of it. I don't remember You don't that. remember that? No, I know I got you a Wegmans gift card. And then you got me a Wegmans gift card. But then you, you gave the me this little picture of like, it's a Reese's cup and instead of peanut butter, it's yeah. beans. No, I know the picture you're talking about, but I thought I just gave you Reese's cups. No, you like printed out a picture of that and gave that it to me. That is so funny. I'm such a good gift Because <laughs> I think you had sent me a, like that meme or something. And yes. I was like, that is repulsively yeah. disgusting. And then you're like, LOL. Yeah. Beans. And then I literally, the funniest part is that I bought... Both, both of those things, the Wegmans gift card and the Reese's Cups, at your work, yep. while you were working. While I was there. I stopped and I talked to you and yes. then I gave them to you the next day. Yeah, you had a little bag on you and you're like, you can't look at it. No, you can't. It's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah. I'm going to make you Reese's peanut butter cups uh, for your birthday this year. Oh, Expect them. I'm going to drop them off on your porch. You can't. You're going to hide it in like a plant cakes box. I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, no. I wouldn't do that to my work. My work is having a Valentine's Day special and the boxes are so cute. They have two little hearts on them and they have them. I looked, I walked into work and the box was there and I was like, Jess, can I have a box? And she's like, I was like, I'm gonna buy something just so I can get the box. And she's like, Rachel, you work here, you can just take a box. And I was like, okay. Very good. Okay. There's anyway. our just story of the week. Just story of the week. <laughs> All right. Let's Rachel, talk how about, about we move into the uh, juicy part of this conversation? Um, romantic relationships. Romantic relationships. We're gonna view a report on that. All right. So one one thing I do really like about this personality test is it goes through not only what your personality is, as mm-hmm. we just talked about, but then it goes through like, all right, how can this affect your relationships, your friendships, your personal careers, um, how you interact with people, how your brain works. And this part I love diving into because I was like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's start with, with romantic relationships. Yeah. So there's kind of a lot, I'm not going to read the whole lot. thing. So I'm going to read like the, the first, first little bit, kind of sure. like bullet point everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think, I mean, we might have the same one for this one. I'm not too sure. Well, you sent me a screenshot of it and I think it it looks the same. Okay. 
Um, prizing social validation and a sense of belonging so highly, romantic relationships hold a special level of importance for consuls. No other kind of relationship provides people with the consul personality type with the same level of support and devotion and the feelings of security and stability that come with strong romantic relationships. And then in the little, there's a little, there's a little, there's a little, there's, <laughs> there's a, a little, there's a little. There's a little blurb. And this is where Rachel and I may differ, differ a little bit. That first bit, absolutely 100%. Yes. This little blurb says consoles. Console is the personality type name. Yes. I don't know if if you're, we we're not that. just making up a random word, no. I promise. Consoles don't do casual flings. They need to know that their partners will always be by their sides, offering unwavering support, and marriage and family are the ultimate goal. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> and, as, and that's not me saying, like, I have this 10-year plan set out, but I'm saying I'm not going to date you for just to date you and hang out and then bleh, whatever. Like, yeah. See, I want to go somewhere with it. This is, yeah, this is definitely where me and Camden differ about sure. these things because, like... My mom and my boss are two very dear people to me. And they were like, Rachel, you're a teenager. Like, it's okay to date a lot of people, see what you like and what you don't like. Date them for a couple of months. Like, as long as you like them and you're not being disrespectful to them by dating them, then might as well. Because I feel like as long as you tell somebody that before you go into a relationship, it's not that big of a deal. If you're both wanting the same thing, then it's not going to suck as much in the end. But like, if... If I went into a relationship with someone like me, yes, and not, I didn't uh, tell you, yeah, like that would be that. horrible. That was my first relationship. Like, yeah. a part of me had the mindset of like, oh, I'm dating for forever, but then the other part of me was like, no, I'm in eighth grade. I want to have lots of boyfriends. I don't want to date my first yeah. boyfriend that I ever dated. Like, sure. so that and was I that mean, was a hard. And dating is such a trial and error thing too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I had three before Abby, yep. and they were short and quick. And they hurt at the end, but got to the one where I am now. And it's going very well. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of trial and error because yeah, it's it's not likely you're going to get it like... on the first time. Good job, Abby. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between trial and error and casual flings. Sure. So I mean, I agree with the don't do casual flings. Like I don't consider a three month three month old relationship. Rachel's not walking around making out with everyone she looks at. No, I'm not. I'm making out with some of the people I'm looking at, but not all of them. Don't look at me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, but, like, I am not a person who is like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to... The next person I see, I'm going to I'm gonna make out with. Like, yeah. that's not who I am. I want to know you. I want to know, like, deep personal things about you before I date you, if I date you. Sure. Like, so that I know these things and these things that I like and that I don't like because... Eventually, when I get married, obviously, it's not going to be some, you know, picture-perfect fantasy. Because I don't think that anybody's marriage is like that. If they are, then they're hiding something. But, I mean, sometimes you just gotta... Oh, you can't say that word. You just gotta say, you know what? Whatever. I can see where you're going there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, If you know, you know. (laughs) Um, Going down uh, this this list, um, the next big point says, A tender heart. Which, yes, I would agree with. Yes. Um, basically, if they feel like they, as in as in me or us, the people in this console personality, if they feel that the support is not there, such as when their partners deliver criticism, then consoles can feel extremely hurt. Yes. And I don't think that comes from, like, we're insecure, yeah. but it just comes from where our morals and values are. And we're like, any kind of criticism like that, we're like, mm-hmm. ooh, I want to do that the other way. And yeah. so it hurts. Even, like... 
I know especially for me, even if I get criticism and I know that it's something that I can work on, I'm just like, oh, okay. And then, like, I go sob. Like, mm. it's just, I take criticism close to heart whenever anybody tells me anything. And I think that's just, like, it's just who I am. It's not really something that I can change. I've tried. But obviously, if you're close enough to me that I'm actually accepting your criticism, then, yeah, it's going to be, like, criticism is mean. Yeah. It's supposed to be mean. However it comes to... off. It can yes. be sarcastic or not. It's Even sar- sarcasm is the smart man's way of, of being angry. Yes. Like I know oh, when I'm an angry sorry. person, I will, unless it's Stu, I've yelled at Stu a few times, but I don't get visibly angry at people. I just make quick little sarcastic comments. I'm like, ha ha ha. But passive there was something behind it. So yeah. I have been super passive aggressive lately, like just around certain people. And I feel like it's really mean, but also it's a way to get your intentions across without being completely rude and disrespectful sure. and while still maintaining a good relationship with somebody. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's right. I think a lot of it has to do with my heart in those situations. I'm like, I don't want to have this anger in built up in me. Like if I'm angry at somebody, then all right, what's, what's wrong with me? Like being angry at someone can come from yourself and like being angry at something within yourself. Mm-hmm. And see, so, yeah, I'd like to reduce that, those passive aggressive moments, but they're not, not lashing out and yeah. Sometimes destroying you're just people. angry and that's okay. But you have to be mindful of who you take it out on. Because, like, for me, if I'm angry, I can go and I can go just yell at my dad. And he'll take it. He understands that I just need to yell at somebody about something and be done with it. But it's when you lash out at the wrong people because it's not they're, – they're not the ones that made you mad. Like, if you're yeah. just really mad and then somebody finally does something, you're like, oh, and you, like, just want to yell at them. Yeah. It's it that's really that's really hard to get over. You have to consciously think about things before you say them, which is not something I'm mm. very good at. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Another point I really like a little look down here. Um, it says consoles can be surprisingly tough and tireless in the face of hardship, but they need to know without a doubt that their partners are behind them a hundred percent. That remind me of a conversation I had with Abby last week. Um, Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, um, because I one of the top schools I'm looking at is Seton Hall University, which is in South Orange, New Jersey, um, eight hours away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just about to go tour it. And a couple nights before Abby and I were hanging out and I was like, look, because we've been texting about my college choice and stuff. We never really had like a full conversation about it. And I was like, look, I need to know how you feel about me going eight hours away. And she told me being the amazing girlfriend that she is. I'm. Are you happy? Are you going to be happy if you're there? Like, I think so. She's like, then I back you. Then I'm 100% behind that. Oh. I know. And I was like. If you're listening to this on February 13th, look, we're going to put, we're going to put a trigger Valentine's warning. <laughs> we're going to put a trigger warning. And it's like, listen, don't listen to this oh, couple of minutes of this conversation if you don't want to feel lonely. No, I'm it's not okay. trying to go for lonely. I'm okay. just saying that that meant a lot that I know that she has mm-hmm. my back, whether I go to Seton Hall or, or wherever I go. If like, yeah, we, I, she has my back hundred percent. Cause if she didn't, then I would start questioning that decision. I would yeah. be like, if she was like, eh, I don't know. Then I'd be like, eh, I don't know either. And, and that would cause more worry and stress that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. One of my other favorite parts about the 16 personalities thing about romantic relationships is that they don't say all of the positive stuff. Yeah. Obviously there is negatives to any mindset, any way of life, anything. And so this says, Unfortunately, 
less mature consoles, aka people in high school. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. May lack the inner strength and wisdom to attract this in healthy ways. Sure. They can be very needy, compromising their own principles and values in exchange for their partner's approval. If you listen to what was it, episode two? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. This is a terrible trap. Not only is it unattractive, it can too easily lead to the emotional abusive relationships. Which, if you were in an emotionally abusive relationship at the age of 16, please get out of it. Yes. Yeah, like, it should not be something that. Because if you stay in that too long, you'll end up writing Taylor Swift songs. We're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> um. But seriously, if you are in a relationship and in any way you feel like this relationship is making you like put yourself down or it's hard on yourself, if you're allowing these things to happen when you're 16, and I understand, like as somebody who is a female and has learned a lot about like abusive relationships, both emotionally and physically, like sometimes it's hard to see those signs until you're really far in there. But as soon as you notice those signs, you have to get out because the more that you allow this to happen at a younger age, the more that you're going to allow it to happen at an older sure. age. And then that just doesn't end up well. Yeah. And not that your relationship is, is always going to feel perfect in a hundred percent. There are going to be times where you feel emotionally hurt or whatever, but if you can know that your person's intentions are not to emotionally abuse you or manipulate you, then you mm-hmm. can have that conversation and be like, look, here's what I'm feeling. Here's what's going on. And this is also a Millie kind of conversation. Yep. And that other person b- being a good partner, if they truly care and want everything to continue, then they'll be like, okay, and they will learn and they will do better. So, yeah. I mean, being able to have like an open communication relationship is the main goal. That's the like best. if you can't talk to the person that you're dating about how you're feeling and how the things that they say make you feel. Good and then, bad. Yes. Then you're not in a good relationship. Like, you need to be able to talk about these things and work on them and make them better if you want to actually stay in this relationship and make it a healthy relationship. Coming from somebody who has had trouble with that. Like, it's not... Nobody is perfect. Nobody's lives are going to be perfect. There's a lot of things that go wrong. There's a lot of things that we look back on and we're like, oh, like, we should have done this and we should have done that. But, I mean, the choices you make are the, the reason that you are who you are. So you need to be able to allow yourself to make some choices and be okay with it. You have to accept it. Yeah. So yeah, that was my little my little words of wisdom. Nice. I think that is that covers most of the part of the romantic relationships that we can discuss on the public airwaves. Um, the next yep. part gets oh, more yeah. physical. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, there is. I don't know where it is in this report, but I remember reading it over before. And one part that I really really liked about um, kind of analyzing this personality is it says that consoles have high morals. Um, and they're stubborn about their morals, but they they get frustrated when other people don't live up to those morals. Yep. And I'm 100% in with that. And that's not necessarily a good thing. I, and partly yes, because I hold myself to a high standard and I hold the people around me to a high standard. And I expect a lot out of my friends to, I'm super picky with who I choose to spend my time with. I, uh, found, I found the quote. Okay. It says, consoles have a clear moral compass. It can be nothing short of baffling to them when other people's actions don't align with it. Absolutely. And I think to some people that can come off as like narcissistic or like, well, just because you do it doesn't mean you expect I to do it and me to do it. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I, if I go super out of my way for somebody and I don't get that back, I might get a little frustrated. I mean, that's, completely understandable. I feel right. like that's a little bit different than kind of like 
the point that you're trying to get across, I guess. I mean, I'm not in your brain, you know, but yeah, I mean, well, my moral, I, I would say moral compass, like I'm going to put others above myself. I'm not going to put like my physical needs down or destroy who I am. And, but I'm going to put others' interests and desires above my own selfish interests and desires. Um, I hear examples, but like if that's another Millie conversation, my goodness. Um, Millie just got there were all time, the hard hit Okay, no. So there were times where I would like, it's late at night or it's early in the morning. Like I wake up. No. Okay. Let's start with it's late at night. <laughs> okay. And I'm like about to go to bed. I'm sitting downstairs eating food or whatever, trying to just relax. And I get a text from Millie and it's like, help, there's something going on. Because I would get that with person that she was talking with. And, and I'm like... I really want to go to bed right now, but I'm not going to leave Millie hanging for 10 hours while I sleep. Or if I wake up and it's six in the morning and I've got a text from her, I don't really want to respond to text at that point, but I'm not going to leave her hanging because this might be the only time we can have a good conversation through this. So that's when I might go out of my way a little bit to, to help people and to tend to their needs. Um, and then I, I get frustrated when sometimes that doesn't get returned where I feel like I'm waiting on a response or waiting on help and support. And that doesn't make them a bad person. That doesn't mean that I'm amazing and they're terrible. It's just we have different moral compasses, and that's okay. We're not we're not all gonna have the same. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely done that same thing. Like sometimes I'll wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and I'll check my phone, and I'll see a text from somebody, and I'm like, oh well, if I'm up, I might as well respond to it, sure. even though I know that I need to put sleep above this. Yeah. Which I I mean I used to be that person. I would stay up till five o'clock in the morning talking to people about their problems. I know. I never wow. got any sleep during eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like in the last couple of years, I've gotten a lot better about putting myself first, but not in a completely selfish way. Yeah. Like, I understand that the person, like, who I am, I need sleep to function. And I need eight to nine hours of sleep. So if I go to bed at midnight because I'm helping somebody through an issue, I'm going to be a horribly bad wordy person the next day and that's just something that I know about myself so I'm like hey is this something that you need to talk about right now or that we can talk about when we both have clear minds in the morning because if it's something that we need to talk about right now then chances are something urgently needs to happen and I will stay up for that we'll talk about that yeah but if it's something it's like oh hey I'm having like a problem in my relationship and it's 11 o'clock at night chances are like no go to bed yeah Sleep Wake, on it. Sleep on it. Wake up. Absolutely. Then we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Like, and sometimes I feel like I can go too far out of the way. I'm still going to stand by those decisions. Um, and then when I don't get it back, I'm like, mm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I've definitely come a long way the last like couple years of not in a selfish way, but been like, all right, I need sleep. I need to eat. I need a little bit of time to myself right now, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to. I'll take the floor. All right. Yeah. I'm lost. Right um, so. As both of us have kind of said, like, realizing that there are some needs of our own that need to get put above other people's, like sleeping and eating. Those are things that need to happen. And so that's kind of, it kind of ties back into our disconnecting from phones episode. Like, do not disturb. It, it used to terrify me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what if somebody texts me and they really needed something? But anything that's that important, chances are they need to call somebody, like, either their parents because they need to talk to them about whatever is going on or 911. Like there is nothing that, that is that important that can bother the time that I need to set out for myself that can't wait 30 minutes. 
Or like if it's 9.45 at night and you text me and I don't respond, I'm probably sleeping. And I'm somebody who, if I'm asleep, my phone will not wake me up. Like unless it's my alarm. Like people have called me in the middle of the night and I, it goes through my do not disturb. Like it notifies me and I still sleep through it. Like it's just, I really have to put sleep above everything else. Yeah. My, I, mean, I mean, my apologies for those people trying to get in contact with me. <laughs> like it's 10 o'clock. This is a reasonable hour. And Rachel's like, no, nah, I'm out. No, I've been asleep for an hour. Sorry. So yeah, just to, to wrap it up. Cause we're getting we're a little long. Um, but your personality, you can take this test. I encourage people to take this test. Um, and you might learn a few things about yourself. Like this thing should not tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, I'm going to base my identity on this website. But you could read it and be like, you know what? That is kind of true. I never thought about it like that. And it can help you understand what you're looking for in a friendship, in a relationship, and how you need to go about your daily lives. Um, it's good things to share with friends, too, to understand. Like, we expect and we need different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about friendships on this website, yes. too. Yeah, you go through all that. You can learn about careers and different career paths that match your personality and the mm-hmm. traits that you, it thinks you have. Um, but yeah, this thing should not be your end all be all. Like I could take this in a couple months and it might say something, I think it would be very similar, but it could say something a little different. And because we're always changing, we're always, we're always changing. Your personality now is not your forever personality, your beliefs, your values, the way you act, the way you talk, all that thing, all those things can change and hopefully for the better, because that's our whole goal. You don't have to teach people to be insecure or teach people to lie. I never wake up like, you know what? I'm going to be insecure today yeah. or I'm going to talk to people in a bad way today. Like it's, it's all things that we can, can work on because they're inherent in us as human beings mm-hmm. that we're going to feel those things. We're going to say those things. And we just have to recognize when like, oh, this is kind of a problem right now and, and we need to change. And But then there's going to be those, you know, like, don't change. Don't change who you are. Other people can deal with it. And that's just toxic and narcissistic and horrible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, To kind of wrap everything up, just a reminder for our fun little announcements. We now have a website. If you were not already checking that out while you were listening to our episode, maybe you can go check it out now. Um, in our description, we'll probably link it. It'll be in our um, it'll be on Instagram. Our Instagram. Yeah. Another super exciting thing is that we now have an email. So if you're like, yeah. hey, I want to get in contact with you guys, but I'm not going to Instagram DM you, that's fine. You can email us. Submit and we'll respond. Question, submit. I mean, yeah. it, it can be, hey, I want this answered just here over email. Or mm-hmm. it can be, hey, can you read this on the pod and, and we'll answer it here. Yeah. And I mean, we'll just remember, this. we're not therapists. No. We're not licensed perfection. Perfection. Perfectionist. <laughs> I'm yeah. a licensed perfectionist. <laughs> licensed professionals. What we are saying is two teenagers in our life's experience, yeah. what that's taught us, my psychology class, your psychology class yes. coming in handy. But like, there are some things that we can answer, but there are some things that we just can't. Like, if you ask us, we can't tell you what to fix we'll about We'll give yourself. our best advice, but it's yeah. not going to be, this is how things go. So, so yeah, basically yeah. that's, that's it. So at the end of every episode, I'm Rachel. And I'm Cam. And this was, was Inconceivable. Finding peace, finding you, it's inconceivable.